Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to the Giants Among Men podcast. This is Scott Ishii, one half of your team over here. Going a little stir-crazy, probably like many of you that are adhering to Mike Frances's desperate Twitter plea for everyone to stay inside. Uh, and while we're here, I wanted to share some thoughts on the Giants with the rest of the socially distanced world. Today, I want to talk a little bit about whether or not sacks matter. Now, the short answer and obvious answer is, of course they do, especially when you're a Giants fan and you've grown up rooting for players like Michael Strahan and Lawrence Taylor. But when it comes to different players, that number can mean different things. Two players that illustrate this on the Giants, or who were on the Giants, are Leonard Williams and Marcus Golden. The Giants recently used the franchise tag on Williams, which means he'll make $16.1 million this season, despite only having half a sack last year. Golden, meanwhile, is still unsigned, even though he had 10 sacks last season, which is his second double-digit sack season of his career. Both players have staunch defenders and detractors on Twitter. Williams' defenders will tell you that his sack numbers don't matter when you consider his 19 quarterback hits, 36 hurries, and his 11.3% pressure rate, whatever that means, but it has him ranked 13th out of 87 players with 200 or more pass rushes last year. Their argument is that even if he doesn't make it to the quarterback, he's a disruptive force that undoubtedly affects throws. A lot of the same people making the argument that Williams' sack numbers don't matter will also tell you that Golden is a player worthy of the $10 million plus a year contract that he's looking for because he had 10 sacks playing on a prove-it deal. Golden also had the accompanying advanced stats that certain elements of Giants Twitter love to point out. 14 QB hits, 45 hurries. So why then are sacks irrelevant when it comes to Williams, but they're important when it comes to Golden? Now the flip is also true. The anti-Leonard Williams crowd will tell you that it's insane to make a guy who only had half a sack the highest paid player on your team this year. Yes, Bradbury has a much bigger contract because Williams got tagged, and I'll have more to say about that in the future, but this season, Leonard Williams is the highest paid giant coming off a year that he had half of a sack. And again, to go with that, there's people that'll tell you that, you know, it's important that Williams only had half a sack, but Golden's 10 sacks are meaningless. And there's no way he's worth the $10 million a year that he's looking for. So which is it? If sacks don't matter when it comes to Leonard Williams, why are they a selling point to Golden? And conversely, if sacks do matter when it comes to Williams, then why isn't it a good reason to pay Golden? The answer is that sacks do matter, as do the advanced stats and the pressure stats and all stats really, when you provide context for them. And you get context from watching these guys, because when you actually see them play, you understand why a two-sack season from a player like Jadavian Clowney is different from a half-sack season from Leonard Williams or a ten-sack season from Marcus Golden. Clowney is a dominant physical presence who stands out whenever and wherever he is on the field, and he's a guy that you look for on a big third down. The other guys you only notice after they've done something out there, and that's a big difference. If we can put aside the process of acquiring Leonard Williams, which has been talked about to death, and just look at these two guys as the players that they are, I see logic in both arguments and understand why Williams is still a giant and Golden is still unsigned. Both are NFL caliber starters, both have value, both should be in starting lineups in 2020. Neither one really deserves the money that they're after, though. The argument for Williams is that the guy is 6'5", 300 pounds, moves well at his size, None of those things you can teach, by the way. And he's 25, while Golden is 29. Williams is also a guy you can pair with a great edge player like Clowney or Yannick Ngakwe. 
and suddenly he becomes a much more effective interior guy because you won't be able to double team him. Now the Giants haven't done that part yet and it doesn't look like they're going to, but as long as Clowney is still out there unsigned, we can all hope. Golden is older and he's not the same physical presence. It's actually pretty impressive what he's able to accomplish at his size. He's pretty fast off the edge so he can take advantage of a tackle if the tackle makes a mistake and he's a relentless rusher so if the play breaks down he's always going to be in the mix. The problem is if the tackle's on point he doesn't have an elite move or a trait or something that's going to help him just win that straight up battle. And then you look at the Fackrell signing, Kyler Fackrell who we got from Green Bay and you realize that just two years ago, he had 10 and a half sacks under Patrick Graham, our new defensive coordinator, and he's a year younger than Golden. And most importantly, we only have to pay him 4.6 million. So that's why Golden is still out there. And I have no idea, by the way, if Fackrell is any good. I have no idea if he's more or less capable of duplicating a double digit sack season the same as Golden. What I do know is that he has a name that sounds like a teenager from a high school movie that the principal is always harassing and yelling at? Get to class, fackerel. But other than that, we'll just have to see what the Giants' plan is on defense. And we'll probably find out a lot more about what they intend to do Thursday night and into the weekend. All right, that's all I've got today on the sack hypocrisy argument. Uh, didn't love or hate either guy. Uh, I hate the decision that led us to acquiring and keeping Leonard Williams, but... It seems that ship has sailed anyway. Uh, hopefully we'll have more tomorrow on why we're even debating who the Giants should draft because we should have the second overall pick and we should be taking Chase Young. I rewatched the uh, Redskins game, the second Redskins game that put the nail in the coffin and guaranteed them the second pick and lost it for us. And we're going to play a little bit of whose fault is it and talk a little bit about how a team in the NFL actually can tank. Until then, stay safe, be healthy, wear a mask.